She's got the power of the pussy. <laughs> Welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with me is Stephen H. Garcia. Oh, hello. Ooh, very sexy. That wasn't for me, was it? Maybe. It's completely wasted. I know. So breathless. <laughs> and our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. <laughs> welcome to you both. <laughs> uh, welcome to my house. Welcome to my bathroom. There's no echo. What, what is that YouTube lady that sings that says the whole like welcome to my bathroom i i haven't seen there was a donna versace um joke about that at one of the music awards um who's lionel um who's that actress that's on uh snl that she's not there anymore but she's uh we just have to cut all this out (laughs) it's horrible we can't remember anything it was like i'm gonna text a friend yeah right (laughs) can i phone a friend Anyway, she dressed up like Donna Versace to introduce an award. And then she uh-huh. said, what are you all doing in my bathroom? <laughs> to great effect. Much greater effect than right now. Right. <laughs> all right. I'll get right into it. Okay. Okay. Press start to play. For once, I think, I'm actually playing two Honest to God video games. Okay. <gasps> Real ones? Yes. <laughs> not Real shitter ones. ones? Not ones? shitter ones. Yes, new and not shitter. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. I mean, I am still sitting when I play them, but I'm not going. (laughs) Shitting on the couch games. That's right. No, It's a mess. Uh, So the first one is a downloadable... Well, I got it on download. Um, Rime, Mm -hmm. which is a... R-I-M-E? R-I-M-E. Uh-huh. Where it's just a puzzle game where, you know, you are a boy who washes up on shore and start running around looking f- for things to do, basically. And mm-hmm. there's puzzles to solve. And there is some kind of story. Um, you're eventually following a person in a red cloak, and you don't know who it is. I have a suspicion it's him as an adult, but I don't you know, hmm. know for sure. Um, so is this like sort of like a mist type of thing where you just show up and you're supposed to figure it out? Very much so. Gotcha. Um, and there's also like a spirit fox animal who keeps Ooh. yipping at you if you get lost going yip yip come over here yip yip it doesn't say come over here it just says that's what the yip yip means <laughs> Cute. it's no. carbuncle yeah who <laughs> <Aww. laughs> from final fantasy <laughs> um and that's a lot of fun you know these puzzle games are easy the the graphics are are simple but um but excellent you know Good. not highly detailed it's cartoony um, there is a sense of danger at this, one point. And this is on PlayStation? I'm doing it on PlayStation, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's. I think it came out in 2017, and it was initially for PlayStation. Uh, the other game that I am playing is Call of Cthulhu. Ooh, it's finally out. Huh? It's out? Oh, it's been out for a while. I think it was out at last Christmas. Oh. Um, okay. And I, I had been waiting for to find a copy uh, used. Okay. Um. But Ryan got it for me oh. for Valentine's Day. So I started playing it right away. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a demon. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes Here's sense. a tentacle face. <laughs> Have not Your seen favorite. Cthulhu yet. Not yet. Okay. But I know he's coming. They. What I read about the game is they said it's based loosely on a short story of H.P. Lovecraft's mm-hmm. called Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. 
And I read the description, and other than the name, I can't find any other similarities. <laughs> so it's a it's a fun game. It's slightly RPG where you're walking around and you have to search rooms, and you can find books that um, you have several different uh, attributes that when you get points, you can put the attribute. You know when you earn them, yeah. um, to become go from beginner to intermediate to advanced. Um, but there's two slots. Thank you for got two uh, right here. Yeah, that's right for occult and medicine that you have to find books, and that's the only way to raise them. And so I keep for, it doesn't prompt you to spend any points that you've earned. So I'm sure that I've got a bunch that I have to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, you're a private investigator who has been asked by a uh, a wealthy man to investigate the death of his daughter on a fairly small not deserted but a small island um where they lived she lived in a mansion with her husband and her child and uh they died in a fire but she painted pictures that are full of freaky things gotcha um uh i think one of them was called the lurker or something she must be hearing the call of Cthulhu? 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 Shaka Khan? The call of Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. So it's fun. Especially there are, you know, mysteries that you have to, or puzzles to solve that you just basically have to kind of experiment. Like the one I'm in now, I'm walking through an asylum and I'm switching between two different lanterns. One lantern that... Shows the cum stains on the wall? Yeah. Is the other one green? Yes. Actually, you guys are both kind of right. <laughs> Although the cum stains... We should are, have made this game, yeah, Stephen. Right, right. <laughs> the cum stains are pentagrams and strange symbols. Okay. <laughs> which do look very drippy. Okay. So it still could be big cum stains. It could be cat pee. It could. Or that. <laughs> I haven't seen any cats yet. So that's what I'm playing. And, uh, you know, mixed in between the uh, you know the right. work that I'm doing for school. Mr. School. Yeah, I finished a 10-page memo for my HR class. It's a long memo. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was hard. Uh, the, the memo was. <laughs> and now we're all enjoying a beer because That's you right. just turned it in. Yeah. Cheers. Woo! <laughs> all right. Adam, what are you currently playing? Is that a belch coming out? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking maybe no. I would try, but no. Oh, okay. Um, so I have a few. I finished all of Assassin's Creed as far as like the main game. I, so I haven't played any of the DLC. I didn't buy it yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to, maybe if I come back and feel the urge to go back, but that's a fucking long game. It is. Did you uncover all of the question marks? <clears throat> mm-hmm. You did. Okay. And I did, so I did everything in there. One of the main story missions, like that's sort of considered a post-game mission, is that um, you unlock the gate to Atlantis. Mm. So when you get there, you have to kill, like, all of the cultists before you can unlock it. And you have to, like, get these artifacts. So when you finish that mission, there's some pretty cool, like, story stuff that happens that I'm not going to spoil. But you're like, (gasps) Aquaman? No. (laughs) No Aquaman, but the character you're playing as, like, some cool stuff happens. All right. So that's cool. Um, finished that, and then I went back to, uh, actually, I played Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I beat, and that one was fun, but I guess my main complaint is the whole game takes place basically in Siberia, so it's all, like, 
cold and snowy and mountainy. So boring looking. So it's not boring. You just don't get to see your tits and ass. uh, That's, (laughs) I guess. But it's, it's just sort of the same, you know, like a lot, you know, we're used to playing games where you have, you know, the desert world and then the snow part and then the tropical part, you know, and this was just more of the same. So I guess, you know, it's, it's nice that it wasn't like cookie cutter like the rest, but, um, the, the previous game was a little bit the same. It was all on the same Island and it was all tropical. So, but I did enjoy the story. Um, I, I don't really remember much of it. I mean, it's fine. It's 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 like a basic Tomb Raider game. But one thing that I do want to say that I like about it is uh, it's not that long. <laughs> you know, and after playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is an, a massive game, it was nice to kind of do one where you can like basically do everything in like 30 to 40 hours mm, yeah. instead of 80 to 100, you know? <laughs> So that was good. And then after that, I went back to the story of Red Dead Redemption 2. So I'm currently trying to finish the story mode of that. Um, It's getting very sad. I don't know if you've heard spoilers, but, you know, it's going to a sad place. Yeah. (laughs) The horse's testicles shrink really, really small. They do. Oh, my. And then one last game. This one I want to talk about a little bit. So I'm playing my Switch again. So I got Tales of Vesperia. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't actually know this. The Tales of series is similar to Final Fantasy where there's been like dozens of these games over the years. Mm. But they're all sort of like a standalone title. They're not like sequels to each other. And apparently the Tales of series is the third most popular RPG series in Japan. Oh. Oh, wait. These are all like... Tales of blah, 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 blah. Tales of blah, 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 blah. They were just totally different things. No. Well, kind of, yeah, but like, I didn't know they were like the same company. They're not the same company, but. What? No. Um, actually, I wish I could look it up right now, but I can't. <laughs> um, but it is very, I'd say it's like a cross between Nino Kuni and Final Fantasy IX. Um, it's very JRPG. This one originally was an Xbox game that came out in 2009. And then this is like the Switch remaster of it. Oh. So it's exactly kind of what I was looking for on my Switch because I hadn't played anything for a while. So on my lunch break, I, you know, play for 45 minutes to an hour and I just go and like kill like anime monsters. And <laughs> But to like give you sort of this, I mean, it's just, it's like putting on a warm sweater. One of the first missions I did, you go to this town <clears throat> and of course, go you fishing. know, these monsters, no. Well, there is probably <laughs> fishing, but I have not gotten to that point. Um, but, you know, the town, like, has monsters attacking it because, you know, the giant tree that's supposed to protect the ta- town is not blooming. So, of course, you know, there's, like, something poisoning the tree. So you have to get these things to craft this panacea bottle that you can use to, like, cleanse the tree. And then, of course, the tree all blooms at once. And the, like, you know, tr- bloom festival starts at this town. And then, the t- you know, like, the tree is now protecting the town from the monsters again. I was like, I think I've done this in about four or five JRPGs. Yeah. It's either a tree or some sort of waterfall yeah. or some sort of weird thing that grows in it. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, the main character was, like, one of the Imperial Knights, but he left because, like, he didn't want to be part of this bureaucracy. You know, he lives in, like, the poor part of town. But he goes, you know, because the, there's a crystal missing. They call them a Blastia in this game. Not Materia, the Blastia. <laughs> So so he goes to the palace to, like, chase down the Blastia thief. And, of course, like, the princess from the palace, like, joins you on your quest. So, I mean, it's, like, there's not much that I would consider, like, original. (laughs) But it's it's just, like, 
kind of comforting because it, it's familiar in mm-hmm. that way. And the gameplay is fun. Uh, like, the combat is fun. It's it's active, but you can also, like, pause in the middle to, like, order your characters to do things. So That's cool. it's kind of similar to Final Fantasy XV where you can basically play all action if you want or yeah. stop it and do some strategy if you want. Nice. That's cool. So I'm like 10 hours into that and I'm enjoying it for my, my lunchtime game. All right. Yay. Um, so I've been playing three new games. New? <laughs> um, the first one is an, uh, an app. So I'm playing the the Final Fantasy Dissidia Opera, Opera Omnia app. <laughs> okay. Um, is this the one where it's like the free version of Dissidia? It, well, yes, but it's it's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, that's cause, okay because that's what i was thinking okay. so the the app is more of like them but they're chibi versions oh and you pick a team of three and you Yee! fight like turn-based style mm-hmm. against enemies so it plays more like classic Final fantasy games but you unlock more and more different Final fantasy characters but they have a lot of characters that are like secondary characters that you don't normally get screen time with mm-hmm. so there's a lot of cool ones that like you could unlock so that's been cool just having like a random team of characters nice so that's been fun it's kind of addicting and what i like about it is like you know how some app games you have a certain amount of energy you could use before mm-hmm. it's all like turn the game off and then wait mm-hmm. like this has none of that so you can just play as long as you want oh, that's cool so you can literally play all day long and like <laughs> so fine. are the are the move sets basically the same as the normal decidia no it plays like turn-based style so you get oh. like three three moves and when you level up, you could, like, earn another move, and mm-hmm. then uh, you, you could, like, earn summons and things. So that's pretty cool. Are they, like, the same sprites as, like, World of Final Fantasy? Uh, no. With, like, the big heads? <laughs> they look a little better. Okay. Yeah. They're, it's, like, in between that and the regular uh-huh. uh, scale, but, yeah, gotcha. they're cute. cute. Yeah, like, right now I have, like, Squall and then Vincent and Lightning on one team. Oh, <laughs> Are these sprites in every Final Fantasy game? No. The, oh. the sprite is just the, the avatar of the character. Yeah. Oh, I see. There used to be... Well, there's another Final Fantasy app game that uses sprites. So they're like the... Yeah, that game. was actually a full game. For World of Final Fantasy on PlayStation. No, there's another, another one. Another app. Oh, my another God. Another app game. Plus, there was also like Final Fantasy fifteen like mobile edition yeah, or compact <laughs> edition or whatever. I did try that. The, the one that... What is it called? Brave Exodus or something? That's oh, that the, one was... Oh. Yeah, that's the one that had Ariana Grande and Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Flossing. Um, yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, I've been playing that, and then uh, actually also affects my Switch. Yay! I started playing Dark Souls Remastered. Oh, nice. Goddamn, Did you ever play it before? No, I haven't played any of Dark Souls. I just played Bloodborne. Got you. So, Dark Souls, it's similar... But not. <laughs> <laughs> How is it different? Um, so, in Bloodborne, like all your weapons have a, a two form thing. Like you can make it like longer or short, mm, right? Or whatever. Uh, Dark Souls should just have a weapon and then a shield. Or you could swap out your shield for a crossbow, but most of the time you need a shield. Right. Mm-hmm. So Bloodborne works a little faster. Like you're more aggressive in that one. This one in Dark Souls, you're more like think out your moves and then then get out of the way. <laughs> You plan them in advance? Yeah, kind of. Oh. Like, like, you have to, like, time your attacks, hmm. like, more than you do in Bloodborne. Because it's more about, like, defense instead of, like, being aggressive. Hmm. Uh, but uh, it's been good. It, it, the graphics are pretty good on the Switch. It's been really hard. <laughs> hmm. uh, it took me a little bit to get into it because uh, I forget, like, these games. 
the beginning of your crazy week. Mm-hmm. But I got to a point where like I have a spear that just like kills everything at the one hit. Cool. So I'm like, okay, this is good. <laughs> but yeah, I've heard that the Dark Souls and how many have there been now? Three. I've heard they're like some of the hardest games you can yeah. play. Uh, so yeah, this is a remaster of the first game, and it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. And so I've been enjoying that up until I got Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> right. The good one we want to talk about, the brand new one. Brand uh, new. Not a remaster. Oh my god. Nintendo Switch, thank you. It's great. The graphics are amazing. The story's pretty good too. If you played So this is no, this is Devil May Cry five. five. So the DMC one that we've all played is mm-hmm. not canon at all into this one. Yeah. But he's so hot. Yeah. I guess only the gays thought that he was hot. You're kidding yeah. me. Yeah. Mm. Everyone else hated it, I guess. What do they know? I know, right? Now. But is is the is the idea of it still the same, though, where there's, like, the demon world overlaid on the normal world? No, that was just for that game. Okay. This one, they're just... In hell? In, on Earth. Oh. <laughs> they're just attacking Earth. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so this one starts off with some random city getting attacked by demons, and then mm. a giant flower to- tower thing... Like, burst through the city, and all these, like, roots are going all over. And then if the roots touch the humans, they suck out, like, your blood and just leave a husk behind. Sounds like Poison Ivy's taking over. Yeah. Or but Audrey, too. It's like, true. <laughs> it's like Poison Ivy, the devil. <laughs> the mission. Um, so then, throughout the story, you play as Nero and the new character, V. Mm-hmm. Who has, like, a bunch of tattoos. Um... He doesn't fight anything like Dante or Nero, so he's totally Wait, different. is Dante in it, though? Yeah, but later on. Oh. Um, so you play as... Uh, first you show off with Nero, who is super sexy in this one. So who is Nero? Nero is the one from part four. Who is but how is he Virgil's connected to Dante son. and Virgil? Okay, so he's like Dante's nephew? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because uh, Virgil and, this, and Dante are brothers. Yeah, they're twins. Yeah. So <clears throat> Nero has no idea about like the whole Virgil is his dad thing. Okay. Um... But in the beginning of the game, like, someone attacked him, wink, wink, uh-huh. and ripped off his demon arm. Okay. And so Nero doesn't have his demon powers anymore. So that's from the fourth game. Yeah. So the fourth game, he had this crazy demon arm thing that gave him all his powers. He lost his arm, and now he has all these, like, robotic arms that you could get from his uh, his version of Cindy from Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. <laughs> and she built him all these different arms that do different things that uh-huh. are kind of cool. And uh, one of the pre-order bonuses is a Mega Man arm. Oh, cute. <laughs> so you, just, you like, shoot, like, shoot out a blast and then like, keep shooting it. Nice. It's really cute. Um, it's really cute when you die wearing that because you burst like a Mega Man character. Cute. <laughs> Can you get a Winter Soldier arm? He Ooh. basically has. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the other Piotr bonuses is... so Okay, so the arms are called uh, Devil Breakers. Uh-huh. And one of the arms is called the, the Pasta Breaker. So it's like a fork and it spins people around like if they're a pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there's like a bunch of different arms you can unlock to give him different powers and then his whatever powers he had before that nice uh, the other character V uh, he plays like you control like a, a demon shadow cat and then a demon bird and then you can control them from distance and you kind of give them commands while you stay out of the way uh, but they can't kill the char- characters so they have to weaken them and then V comes in for the kill shot gotcha so it's a lot of like jumping in and out of battle with him but mm-hmm. it's really cool but it's very different from the other two characters right later later on 
it gets to the point where you unlock Dante and oh my god. As a playable character? Yeah. Nice. So the story switches off between characters and at some point you can just pick which one you want to play with. Cool. Um, and then you get to the Dante part and then like... You want to play with Dante. Dante has the cool shit. <laughs> like, so in Devil May Cry 3 he had like four different stances that you could like level up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's back but you could just do that like whenever you could just switch it like right mm-hmm. like on the fly. Mm-hmm. And then you could swap your weapons and your guns like on the fly too so he has like so far like i have like four different sword based weapons and then four different kind of guns mm-hmm. and one of the guns is actually a demon hat that when he gets in he does a whole michael jackson dance mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but it's really cool um one of the weapons is so cool it's like a motorcycle that splits into two and he uses some like big axes <laughs> nice wow that's sort of like uh, Shiva in Final Fantasy thirteen. It's like yeah, it's like he's like holding two Shivas and just whacking. Them. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty badass. Nice. <laughs> so and is Virgil in it at all? Uh, spoilers. Are you not at liberty to discuss this? <laughs> I don't, do we want to talk spoilers? So this, no, it's, it's too soon. Of, it's kind of in a trailer, but they don't. It's too soon. Like you know he's in the game, but you don't know, like how. Okay. He's, yeah. But and, we know he's we know he's around somehow. That's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, and, and then you, when you get to that point of the game, you're like, damn. Cool. <laughs> Are you badass. He's the arm that was severed. <laughs> it's like a Twin Peaks thing. His dad is his arm. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you no. think he jerks off with his dad arm? Yikes. I mean, like, is, is the glowy thing, like, is duplicated as well? Like, oh, my. Is that incest? I don't know. Maybe we should change the topic. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to talk about that. Armcest. Yeah, Armcest. <laughs> so you played all the way through the game? Um, I'm like basically at the end of the game. I, did, I thought I was at the ga- end of the game and then something happened. Oh. And I was like, oh, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's been fun. Uh, it's been cool like the, like learning the, the three new characters or the three characters all together. Mm-hmm. And they all played very different from each other so it's it's cool to see uh them not being a copy of each other Mm -hmm. and yeah so the devil may cry games that i've played have also been not that long with the intent of you're supposed to keep replaying on like different modes yeah is that kind of the same here yeah um there's a bunch of stuff that like i remember i saw in a distance and i'm like how do i get that and Mm -hmm. then i totally went the wrong way Uh (laughs) right so there's a whole bunch of going back and playing, but every time you restart the game, you have all your weapons and stuff that you already unlocked. Gotcha. So you'll be, like, crazy powerful already. But then the difficulty is higher. So it kind of balances out. Right. I know you get something for beating it on the Dante Must Die mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Good. I played it for, like, six hours one day, like, and someone came to, like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, leave it out! <laughs> <laughs> So, you finished Kingdom Hearts then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I beat that. Because I think last time you had just started it. Yeah. That so, was also... That was a lot shorter than I thought it would be. Really? That was like a, like 30 hours, but then I went in and did the extra stuff to get the Ultimate Keyblade. Uh-huh. I can't believe you got that. Yeah. <laughs> did it take forever? You know, um, I set some goals and I met them. <laughs> what do you have to do to get that? Uh, uh, so, you need... like. Um, one of the ingredients you need, it's like you need seven of them, and like you're gonna get like one 
from completing completing like a bunch of this mission or whatever. Uh huh. Like you have to do all like the mini games. Oh yeah, that. Ratatouille is one of the characters, so you have to make things, right? Thank God you didn't have to cook for that, because um, I didn't do any cooking. <laughs> uh, but there's like these every stage after you beat them, you go back and there's like a a flan demon, uh-huh. and they're they're really cute. But there's like a strawberry flan or an orange flan, and they they all have like their own different kind of missions. Uh-huh. So after you beat all of them with a high score, um, you'll get the 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 one of the items, and then you have to do like another thing to get like another one, and there's like, all, all kinds of stuff. Cool. Uh, but all the other ingredients that you need for it, you kind of get like as you're playing the game. So. Mm-hmm. You just have to worry about the the, the seven. Th- I can't remember the Orichalcum plus. plus something. Yeah, I was like <laughs> something something plus. <laughs> what was your favorite level to play? I really like parrots. Surprisingly, um, that was the one that I was like, I don't give a shit about parrots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I played it. I was like, this was really fun. <laughs> and then the keyblade that you get from it, the pirate keyblade, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite ones. Like after the ultimate one. Mm. Can you double keyblade like you could in two? No, no. I had to think about it. No, but uh, this one has like the ones where all the keyblades turn into things. Uh-huh. So it's like a different kind of mechanic now. Cool. The the pirates one turns is pretty cool because it turns into like a flag that you like spin around, and the the effect that you get with the the red flag looks really cool mm. on the screen. Nice. And then you like your final attack with that is like pretty much like a. With the octopus monster and pirates. Kraken. Yeah, like you call it a Kraken and it just kills everything. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Well, there was a big opening weekend for a particular movie. Woo! <laughs> Not Wonder Woman. No. <laughs> Goose the cat. Goose, <laughs> You're right. right. Goose Marvel. Yeah. Oh, Captain Marvel had this, what, the sixth highest... Marvel debut. Yeah. It's been making good money so good far. Bank. I think it passed, it passed Black Panther already, right? I no. don't know about that. It, like, it's getting really close to it. Maybe to the opening, but not... Not overall, yeah. 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 Black Panther made a ton Yeah, of Black money. Panther's yeah. made more money than any other Marvel movie domestically. Okay. Because I think... I saw a chart that showed the Black Panther thing, and then the Captain Marvel already passed it. Oh. Mm. But that could have been just the opening mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What'd you guys think? I <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't sure if I would really like Brie Larson mm-hmm. as Captain Marvel. I didn't see the room, mm-hmm. um, which is what she won the Academy Award for. So my past experience with her as an actress has been, she's just okay. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a typical teen. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's the only thing I never heard from. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wondered if there was going to be singing in this, mm-hmm. you know. And there kind of was. You know, they they show when she's trying to remember that she's singing karaoke at right. some point. So I wondered with Ryan if that was something that maybe would be on the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. you know, cut scenes of yeah. her actually singing. Um, <clears throat> I love the costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, the little appearance of Monica Rambeau. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's. Uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers a- mm-hmm. away, um, but I do want to talk about Annette Benning's character a little bit mm. because <clears throat> that was a big change. So essentially, she sort of plays like three characters in the movie. Yes. 
Um, and one of them... Oh, I was like, wait, who's she? <laughs> <laughs> the old broad. <clears throat> and one of them... Oh. <laughs> Warren Beatty's wife. Right. <laughs> I was like, eh, ah, that is... Oh, no. <laughs> Dick Tracy. Steven, Dick Tracy. Oh, uh, yeah, I was like... <laughs> he was like Hollywood royalty for yeah. years. One of the best-looking leading men yeah. of this... He fucked Madonna. ...50s and the 60s. Oh, yeah, I remember being... When he was in his happened. 50s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was right before he got together with Annette Bening. Yeah. Um, anyway, one of her characters is a gender-swapped version of a male character from the comics. Um, I don't think we should spoil who it is, but did you guys like that change? I, I didn't mind it. I, I, I liked it, but I wish it would have showed... More, more of, of it. it because it's like oh you're just giving a name now yeah um because i know like that character is a really big deal to her in the comics mm-hmm. so i was like oh mm-hmm. they kind of could have did that big bigger maybe hmm. it is an important swap so i think it maybe if we revisit it in a couple of weeks that might be worth maybe we'll we can discuss it yeah um in a little bit yeah well maybe like they'll make more of a reference to it in Infinity War or Endgame? Endgame. Maybe. Because she's she's not called <clears throat> Captain Marvel yet. Right. Yeah. So she has to get that from somewhere. Captain right? Marvelettes. Yeah. <laughs> I still like the Ms. Marvel, but I know that that's an yeah. old right. fashion name that was, for her. That was her 1970s I'm a feminist Ms. hero name. Like yes. Ms. Magazine? Correct. Yeah. That's exactly when it came out. When they have, named her that. I <laughs> that magazine. feathered hair. Yep. In a bob. And I'm awesome. But, you know, this character has gone through... I'm, now I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel has gone through a bunch of changes over the years. Um, but I feel like they've finally settled on, like, a decent version of the character, which this was. And this is the character that I think has been in the comics for maybe, like, the last eight to ten years. Um, a leader. Yeah. And... And you know somebody who actually wears a, a uniform mm-hmm. like that you would if you're flying in outer space instead of a leotard, and a sash. Yeah. <laughs> not that the sash is not cool. And supposedly there's rumor that she might actually have the sash in Endgame. Oh yeah. Yeah. I. I there was like a leaked, uh, costume art for that yeah. character. But no it's, capes. It's, yeah. Right. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> no capes. Well, in the. Wink, wink, and credit scene. Mm-hmm. You see the kind of the new outfit, but it was really fast. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's it's tweaked. Yeah, it's I different. couldn't tell. Her oh. hair. The looks... shoulders are different. Oh. Yeah, she had like a lot of gold on just a shoulder, and her hair was all messy. Yeah, her hair looked darker, but I just attributed that to when they would have filmed it, not right. you know, and then they focus on her actual movie. Right. But um, Goose, did Goose steal the show? I love Goose. Yes, of course. The flurkin. Did you see the the new meme of like how Thanos got those scars? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, did they ever talk about how Fury lost his eye in the comics? Uh well yeah. Like originally it was like a World War II accident. Right, because he had he had an eye patch in World War II. Yeah. But, but Fury's current... been retconned like a bunch of times, right. so well who knows? And, so. and changed race. Right. So yeah. and the ultimate ones I think it was like the their version of cable slash Wolverine. Oh. Uh, that did the Hulk. <laughs> oh my. But you know, the uh the only thing he says about it is in uh 
Winter Soldier. Mm. And somebody asked him about it, and he said, oh, because cause I trusted some somebody <laughs> or something. Yeah, somebody less, lost an eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's kind of funny the way that it happens, yeah. which he, will also just sort of allude to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know what um, Goose's name originally was? Chewy. Chewy. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney owns, or yeah, Disney owns Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So I wonder why they decided to change it. I mean, they've, I know. And they've also referenced Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. I think they Civil wanted War. to make it more of a Top Gun reference. Right, because yeah. Goose was the character in Top Gun yeah. that died. <clears throat> Wasn't that Anthony Edwards? Yes. Yeah. Um, I love the cat. It's so cute. It's so yeah. cute. And the way Fury just like dotes on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Until Let's he... talk about the queer romance. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if they, that was like super heavily implied. If, and it I mean. That they didn't actually follow through with it. I just am so excited how much uh, fan art we're going to be seeing over the next couple weeks of Monica and Carol. Oh my gosh. I mean. Not Monica. Was it Maria? Maria. Maria. Yeah. yeah. Monica's the girl. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, that's a comedy. This is not that kind of show. Monica calls her Auntie Carol. Right. Uh, but yeah, Maria, the yes. Who I who I liked and thought was underused in this movie. Yeah. They kind of yeah. teased her to be like a major part and it wasn't as big as I hoped because well, I felt like when sh- that part of the movie started, mm-hmm. it got better. Because there was, I, I felt like in the middle of the movie, there were definitely some cheesy bits. And there were some lines where I was kind of like, oh. But overall, like, I really liked it. And I felt, felt like the ending, like, it ended strong. So, like, you come out of the theater feeling really excited. Because, like, you know, it had, like, a really good climax, I thought. Yeah. Which was, like, great because most of the last scenes of Marvel, they're like, ah, too much. Mm-hmm. And this one was like, this was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But one of the one of the moments with Maria when she's like flying around, you know, at the end, like mm-hmm. and sh- you know, shoots down a craft, like that was one of the few moments that I, like got applause in the theater. Mm. Yeah, you know, in my screening. Yeah, you want to root for the sort of the ordinary human. Yeah. in these, it's kind of yeah. like why we liked yeah. um, uh, what's his name, the Shield agent that Coulson. Coulson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who also appears to less realistic effect than Sam Jackson's <laughs> yeah. Benjamin Button's issue. Because <laughs> they were de-aged, because they're 10 years younger. Correct. Yeah. At least. Probably there was more reference to Sam Jackson's face when he was that age than there is to Clark Gregg. Yeah. Maybe. Um, or maybe he had more hair to fill in and it just didn't look as real. I don't know what it was, but it didn't quite come out. Yeah, he the just looked best. almost the same. Yeah, I was like, he don't really look 25 years younger, but we'll go with it. Yeah. So, like, after watching that movie, I was wondering, like, is Nick Fury, like, keeping an eye on, like, um, Maria? Like, because, like, she helped out, like, big time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be like, ooh, S.H.I.E.L.D., you need to be part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Well, are we going to have, like, a... <laughs> are we going to have a calf and... Like old Peggy Carter laying in the bed thing with Mon- with Maria and oh, Carol. Because oh, Maria's going to be like, what, in her 50s now? Because <laughs> Monica's got to be like 35. That's true. <laughs> so, like, um, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. So Carol uh, comes back and, you know, her lovers are all old. You're still beautiful to me. I know. 
It doesn't matter that you're gray. You're still the strongest woman I know. Uh. <laughs> so I hope that they're, I mean, they could easily make them queer if they really yeah. decide to go that way. Let's talk about I know Disney. they won't. Yeah. Talk about the scrolls. What do you think? Um, do you think he should have used his accent? I love Ben Mendelsohn. I think yeah. he's a great actor. Uh, I mean, it was pretty obviously like Australian. Yeah. Uh, my biggest complaint, though, was I felt like all of them, their dialogue was muffled because of the prosthetics that they had to wear. Yeah. Mm. And I felt like they couldn't really enunciate their words as well. So there was something about the speech that you could just tell, oh, they're wearing a, a mask and a ton of makeup. So they really should have gone back and re-recorded. You know, I feel like, eh, I don't know if that was it. I don't know. Maybe they just needed to tweak the makeup a little bit or yeah. something to make it easier to speak. But even like a lot of movies, they do go back and adjust audio like that. So I don't know why they didn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so is it too much of a spoiler for me to ask a question about the scrolls? Uh, ask it, and we'll okay. decide if it's too spoilery. Are they good guys? Typically, no. Uh, they, the scrolls and the Kree, both in the comics, have been both. Okay. Like, there have been good examples and bad examples. And more often than not, the scrolls are bad and the Krees are good, mm -hmm. generally. Right. But if, we have a... if you're picking, because there have been more versions, there have been more... Cree allies than scroll allies, but it's not really cut and dry. Well, because they've definitely used that as an allegory for, um, you know, it, if not indigenous peoples, right. then refugees, refugees, yeah. you know, which I thought was a really interesting move. And we have, and the reason I asked that is for two reasons, because I know that Hulkling mm -hmm. is on the event. I'm thinking about how introducing the scrolls <clears throat> into the universe may affect what they do in the future. Because yeah, Hulkling's mm -hmm. up. Uh, half-breed of both of them. Is that right? Yeah. Is, he's actually a prince. Half-breed. He's a prince of both, <laughs> both sides. That's a shared <laughs> joke, if it would. Huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Hmm? Um, Hulkling's the descendant of Marvell. So yeah. I think that's his dad. His dad, and then there's like a scrawl queen or princess. Because when wife. he comes back from life, um, there's a really special moment between Marvel and Hulkling flying together for the first time ever. Huh. And it was just like a nice moment. Oh, that's cute. Interesting. But yeah, there are. It's Ryan, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are plenty of good scrolls in the comics. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, then. Specifically in like the Runaways, although with the Runaways show, they brought that character on, Zavin. And it's not a scroll in the in the show. Marvel TV is so different. Yeah. Um, because and also the reason I ask that is because now that Disney is going to be able to play with X Men and Fantastic Four, mm -hmm. the most prominent scroll that I know is Super Scroll. Correct. And so, who has at various times been a villain or an ally? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. When I was younger, I couldn't say scroll, so I always called him Super Scroll. Super Squirrel. <laughs> Somebody on uh, Facebook today in another post referenced them as the Krill. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, because that's because that's, that's, that's apparently that's what they call them on the Orville. They have like green aliens on the Orville. Oh, and they call and them... they call them the Krill. <laughs> oh, that's their name. Which I ha I, haven't, I haven't watched the Orville, but I saw like somebody comparing them. That's hilarious. <laughs> the Krill. And I didn't get to see what they said back to me because then the post was deleted after that. 
<laughs> so I can imagine he said something that was probably not so nice. Right. So <laughs> that's okay. He was being pretty antagonistic towards the whole Captain Marvel. He didn't really know anything about Captain Marvel anyway. So fuck yeah. him. So fuck him. That's how people were with DMC. They were so mean to it. <laughs> so I I also have to say that this there was a case where the toys really gave away a part of the movie. Goddamn Funko Pops. No, no, not Funko, <laughs> Funko Pops. That, that's happening with Endgame, too. Like, all these costume leaks are happening because, like, oh, the these toys. toys that people find in, like, Indonesia. <laughs> oh, boy. You know? Well, they, like, the... the Again, it's a big opening, so a lot of people would have already seen it. But the Goose toy does oh, something. The, the, gotcha. the fluffy one. Mm-hmm. When you squeeze it. It's not exactly what happens in the movie, but it does give away that... Maybe Goose isn't actually just like an ordinary cat. Right. Which, if if anyone story. has any familiarity with the comics, it's not really a spoiler. Like, that's the, you know, that's the cat. Mm. Um, it's like basically immortal too. Or and something. they do kind of say pretty early that it's not a cat in the movie. So I guess it's not a huge spoiler. Yeah, they keep looking and they're like, why is that on your lap? Yeah. <laughs> threat level, extremely high. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Human, threat level, zero, zero to none. none. <laughs> oh, hey, come on. <laughs> that was good. But that isn't, that's an issue where the toy, if they, they shouldn't they keep the toys kind of under better wraps than that? Well, I think they try, they but try. you know, it's impossible. Like with these huge distributors doing worldwide releases all at once, you yeah. know? You know, I noticed something about the trailers. Uh, in the trailers, you see like Carol getting like beat up or whatever, and she has blue blue blood. Mm-hmm. In the movies, her blood is red. Mm-hmm. Not at the beginning. She's just like I think early on, like some like creep blood got splattered on her, but it wasn't like her blood. Huh. I'll have to watch it again because I swear at the beginning she's got green blood. No. Uh, it's a good excuse to go see the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. go check. But like the parts in the trailer that they show, mm-hmm. where she had blue blood, I was like, oh, it's red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marvel, your trailers. Right. I know. So the next uh, Marvel movie we're looking at is End- Endgame. Avengers Endgame, yeah. And in that's in less in than two months. Woo! End of April. Oh. That'll be like just around the corner. I know. That's gonna make like a zillion dollars. So here's here's the biggest question I have about the movie. Mm-hmm. Can Brie Larson act? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's like looking in the trailers and they're like, "Oh, well, she looks so wooden." Literally, like every other line is like, "You're showing too much emotion. Don't show your emotion." And so, I feel like it's her conscious choice to be like stoic. Mm. Um, I feel like that's her acting choice because it's hammered in the plot so many times. Not to show emotion. Not yeah, not to show emotion. To control your face, to control like what's going on. You know, um, I would recommend if you want to. I mean, Room is a is a good movie. You I, you should see it. Mm. But the the United States of Terra, mm, the TV that, show. Yes, that show with Tony Collette where she has uh, multiple personalities. Brie Larson plays the daughter and she's probably like 16 at the time and she's fantastic like when I first saw her on that show I was like damn who is this girl she's like a teen and she's so good and then after that seeing her in like you know Scott Pilgrim and stuff you know I was like oh like I'm happy that she's like getting all this work so definitely she's a skilled actress I think okay 
All right. They just took her in a weird direction. Maybe. Yeah, I, and I and I hope that maybe in Avengers Endgame with, I mean, twenty five years of like her not being told to not have any emotion all the time, you know, we might see a little bit different of a character. Plus, with different directors, you know, they get different performances. So, is that the year difference? Those are the years difference from ninety five. So I guess twenty four years, ninety five to twenty nineteen. Jeez. Wow. Wow, I am mm-hmm. old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, shut up. <laughs> there was like this like weird like silence for like a minute. You're like, oh wow. Wow. <laughs> time is <laughs> Time marches on. Uh-huh. Uh. I know my uh, my niece is an adult and she was born in 2000. Like she's in college, yeah. like she's doing her first year of, of school. Oh yes. So all right, let's talk about some other notable releases. Okay. Battle Babe Alita. I know that's not the. That's what I call it. I know that that's not the. Did you see Battle Alita Battle Angel? <laughs> big CGI face with big eye girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It is. Really I've heard. Good. I've heard it's good actually. And, and I highly recommended seeing it on the big screen in okay. 3D if possible. It's worth it. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I was kind of surprised. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be another bad anime adapt- adapt- adaptation. Adaptation. Yeah, adaptation. <laughs> like words. Uh, but I was like, oh, it's good. Oh, it's fun. The action's well, really good. James, Cam- James Cameron's a producer. Yes, and Robert Rodriguez directs it. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, uh, I do like him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, it's... How was the CGI? I Everything looked really good to me, yeah. yeah. Her big face isn't he, like... I mean, look, you're looking at her, and yeah, she has a big... She has a face with big eyes. Mm-hmm. But she's not a real human. But, yeah, but if you see the rest of her body, it's like... Some of it's like... The first... I guess, spoiler. The first suit of... Uh, the first body, it looks like a very, like, fancy robot etching mm-hmm. on... Like mm-hmm. lace on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when she gets her, like, her real one, like, it's like, hardcore, like... Battle babe. Mm. Battle babe. Alita. So, does the actress that play her actually look like that? Like, no I idea. mean, I mean, is it like her face that they just like enhanced, or do uh, we know? Her, she kind of looks like her, but except for the giant anime eyes. Right. Lizard um, eyes. They clearly did some motion capture with her face because through uh-huh. the movie, you're like, you could see the expressions on her, and they're very like subtle little ones. Yeah. And, you know, it's really good. Okay. Very detailed. <laughs> um, and on Netflix, mm-hmm. we can. We can. We're, I think we're going to end up talking about this show more after we watch more episodes. Mm-hmm. And um, but Umbrella Academy, mm, so which far, I haven't started yet either. Oh my god! But I want to. It's great it's because really I did fun. read like the first maybe two volumes of the graphic novels, mm. uh, and I liked it. It's been a while, so I don't really remember all that much. But I'm looking forward to it. But we just finished the Punisher. Mary J. Blige is fun. Oh, good, and it's queer. Is it? Yeah, I guess. There yeah, well, there's a there's... looking characters. There's, yes. there's... plus Ellen Page. Yeah, I'm right. There, there is a um, a little queer romance in an episode or two that they go into full detail about. Mm-hmm. So that's mm. good. Well, one of the actors, the one that you're probably thinking about, is mm-hmm. Robert Sheehan, who's an Irish actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one from Misfits. Who was from Misfits? He. That's another show, a British show, about five oh, kids yeah, that yeah. are on like a work detail. Uh huh. Because um, oh, yeah. they all committed crimes, but then they all get hit by lightning or something, and they get superpowers. That's a great show. It's really good. I highly, I didn't like it so much after he left, though. To me, he really oh, yeah, made that they, show. 
I think, yeah, and then he came back and then it was still kind of weird. Uh, at some point, they got, like, hit by lightning again and they all got, like, new powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and but... then the, the, the guy that, that um, took off um, Greyjoy's balls... The real, oh, yeah. the real wicked guy. Ramsey Bolton. Yes, he came from that show also. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so cute in that show. He was also in that other gay show with Ian McKellen. Vicious? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it stars Ian McKellen and um, uh, Derek Jacoby as uh-huh. like this old gay couple Ooh. that have been together for years. And then the woman that plays... she She's like the giant... From Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. And she's in, like, History Boys. Mm-hmm. She plays, like, their best friend, like, their fag hag friend. Uh-huh. And he plays, like, their cute, straight, across-the-hall neighbor. Oh. So they're always, like, inviting him over and everything. But he's, Why so is it called Vicious, may I ask? Because they're always insulting. They're vicious to each other, like, the two, like, gay men. Oh. Um, and it is very broad. It's, you know, it's an English show, but um, it's, it's cool to see him, like, being funny in a sitcom, mm. you know? That's cool. That, that guy from Misfits, I just saw him in another movie, uh, the Immortal Engines one. Uh, you watch that? Yeah, I got a... Isn't that the Peter Jackson one? Free copy of that <laughs> failed miserably. Yeah. Nobody... But Ugh. it's like, uh, once it comes on DVD, I would recommend renting it. It's a fun little movie. Okay. It is. Yeah, it's not terrible. Well, it, I don't think it would be terrible. It's, yeah, it's just, just that nobody knew anything about it. Bad right. timing and bad yeah, Bad marketing yeah, push. Yeah. Everything. Somebody had it in for him. Mm-hmm. I know it. Um, we should also mark the passing of two relatively long-running superhero TV shows. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Gotham, right? Gotham is in their final season. It's fucking crazy. Okay. Um, where what? So basically, like, didn't the penguin end up becoming like the main character? He's off and on. Um, he's so annoying. <laughs> uh, but pretty much like what happened in the Dark Knight, where the city got like all the bridges went out and the city went to chaos. That's where the show is right now. Uh, so the whole city's up in chaos. And then at some point in the season, mm. they're going to do a 10-year time jump Ooh. where Batman or Bruce is actually Batman already. Oh, that's Are they going to recast him? Yeah, I think. Well, I've seen him in costume. Is that, Christian Bale going to come back? Right? <laughs> there is a Bane. He's going to be like 200 yeah. pounds, oh, though. Oh, yeah. There's Bane, Bane is coming soon. He just, that character just had his accident. So, mm. he, so he's going to get fixed and come back as Bane. Oh. Um, did they have Solomon Grundy on the show? I feel like they. Yeah, yeah one, of, one of Fish's workers. Kind of. Yeah, it was. Oh, kinda, that's lame. It was cool. And the Joker made his way on the show. Ish. Oh. Yeah. And how is they're, Batwoman? They're not talking about the Joker. There's not that one. Um, what not... show was that? That's on. That's Arrow. The crossover. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So right now it's like. Poison Ivy has a part of the city, and then uh, Penguin has their own his own side, and then Riddler is like teaming up with Penguin because they're kind of have this like off and on love affair type of thing. <laughs> yes. Were they uh, actually gay on the show? No. Oh. They, but like one. Of it's them, like Maria the actor and that, Carol. Yeah. The actor that plays Penguin is gay in real right. life. He yeah he came out. Yeah, and I think the Riddler's spy or something. <laughs> like actor or some shit. Great. Uh, Selena. Yeah, what happened with her? She had her accident, so she had, like, she now is developing cat powers. Or cat-ish powers. What a- what accident is this? She got pushed out of the window or something. That's from Batman. Yeah, but uh, no. the way she got Thank res- you, Christopher Walken. The way she got resurrected was funky. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, like, through Poison Ivy. So, mm. Mm. But she's coming back more, like... 
I mean, angry and catty. Does her hands? Kind of. Does Catwoman <laughs> have powers? Not in the comics. I mean, just, I'm sure like some versions like of her Batman. has. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like. That's okay, whatever. Yeah. So then we got that from the the movie. Yes, movies. she doesn't have powers in the comics books. She's got the power of the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the season's been pretty nuts. It's been interesting to watch every week. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays the kind of Joker, not really. They're not really calling him the Joker, but it's basically the Joker. Mm-hmm. He's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So he's been doing a really good job. He got pushed in the acid recently. Oh, <laughs> all right. So they're they're doing that. They're doing all the little things, uh-huh. but with their weird twist to it. Right. That's what happens with these villains. They get pushed, and then they just hang out for ten years and not do anything until Batman comes back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll so. see. We'll see. Um, and well, and I, since we already discussed it a little bit arrow next next season in arrow i think it's season eight Mm -hmm. is gonna be the final season Mm -hmm. it's time and it's only uh eight episodes which Mm -hmm. means he's gonna die in final crisis or infinity whatever it's called the crisis thing on infinite earth yeah infinite Infinite crisis they're having that this coming that's the next crossover yeah Mm -hmm. because they they show the the title of the end of this crossover then mm-hmm. that's the next crossover what thing. was this crossover uh elseworlds oh yeah yeah was it good yeah it was fun it was the, the batwoman thing was way too short though it was mm. like made a big deal about like a five minute thing mm. <laughs> oh that's lame. well she's got a she's got a pilot yeah but ever, ever since that episode they mentioned gotham like crazy hmm. they always like talk about arkham and how crazy arkham is mm. interesting Will you be sad to see it go? Um, this season has like is actually been pretty good so far. So it Arrow is very one of those like it goes up and down mm. in, like how good it is. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of if we're getting Batwoman, they have to like knock off with another show. So Arrow needs to go. That's fine. Yeah, and I think they are kind of done having Oliver do Batman things. <laughs> Because he's done like four different Batman stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like my. becoming Rassle leader of yeah, yeah, the leader of the League of Shadows. Yeah. And then having the thing with Talia. Mm-hmm. Wait, Talia's Talia sister. too? Talia was in it for a minute. I thought oh, it was gosh. her sister. She was that too. Oh God. <laughs> well, the sister's lesbian, so that's, oh she right. Was with Canary. Oh. Right. These actresses. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's just let tomorrow take a break, so they haven't been back in a while. How come they don't do any like random gay storylines where all of a sudden a, one of the heroes goes gay? Uh, Only on Legends of Tomorrow, I and they're think, all lesbians. I feel like, well, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow was, was good because they had Constantine, and there was a whole thing about his like ex lover, hmm. and it, it like it was a really cool like they're trying to go back in time to save his relationship, but like if he did, then the world like would explode or something. But it was really cool, like he trying to go back and fix it he's like fuck mm. <laughs> but they were showing him like kissing and then them hooking up and stuff and it was like oh nice I wonder what that actor's story is because I don't think he's I don't think he's gay in real life I don't know I don't know I don't, he, he plays that character so good though. hmm he should have his own show oh he did wait yeah it's uh. free on CWC is that right <laughs> <laughs> excellent alright so now it's time to say goodbye no Let's. We went to Disneyland <laughs> yesterday. It's kind of on my brain. There's, they're celebrating, like put your ears on and stuff. So there are different spots. Like we found a spot where they're serving a banana cream, banana pudding churro, uh-huh. and it's only at one churro stand in the entire park. 
So you have to go. It's by the Haunted Mansion if you care. <laughs> well, and Star, the Star Wars area is opening yeah. in two Zoom. months. May, the end of May. Yeah. Like May 31st. Who's taking me? Just kidding. Oh my God. It's going to be a disaster all summer. We have passes. So. Can you still get in? Like, because I heard that. We got. That you were supposed to, like, if you buy tickets, you have to, like, specify the day for the summer. This summer. Well, we only, we bought passes that only had two weeks of blackout. Hmm. So it's around Christmas. Hmm. Between Christmas and New Year's, basically. Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Let us know how it is when you go. I hate it. It's too many people. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Right. All right. So now's the time that we talk about what made us level up. And I'll go first. I have, actually have two things. One of them is real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if I've mentioned on the show how much I love Columbo. <laughs> yes, I have think I you have. Have I mentioned that before? Just one more thing. Yes. Well, when I was in Sacramento last, my brother and I went to a used bookstore and I found a autobiography of sorts but it's not it's it is auto it's written by him but it's just like little stories from his past and it's not linear at all it jumps around but it i've really been enjoying reading it and it's something that i look forward to going back to especially at a time where i'm reading like textbooks Mm -hmm. (laughs) things Mm -hmm. right um secondly uh when we were at disneyland yesterday we saw Lots of adult women wearing the Captain Marvel Yay! jacket. Yay. And so it's definitely having an impact. So fuck the fanboys. Yeah. You know, I saw... Drown um, in their tears. Richard Cardenas, friend of the podcast, yes. had uh, posted that when he went to his screening, he saw men and women all dressing as Captain Marvel. And so I'm like, yes, girl! <laughs> I didn't see any Captain Marvel men's jackets. I didn't either. I wore a Black Widow shirt because I don't have any Captain Marvel gear. <laughs> I wore my Wonder Woman shirt. Oh, I did see though that they had these Captain Marvel Adidas, oh yeah, uh, like special edition that went on sale on Friday, and I didn't hear about them till today. And I went to see if I could order a pair. Nope, all gone. Nope. Yeah, good. Not a, not, can't even go to the site anymore. <laughs> it's good, and specifically, yes, we need affirmative action in movies. Mm-hmm. So it's good that we have another female movie that's sold out. I'm really looking forward to Wonder Woman just because I mm-hmm. love Cheetah. Always have. Oh yeah. And Kristen Wiig will be is was an interesting choice, and I think it will be fun. I think she's she's going to be excellent. Yeah. So. Just got to figure out what the fuck is up with Steve Trevor in 1984. Genetics. <laughs> maybe he maybe he drowned and was in a, a block of ice. Right. Could exactly. Stephen, what made you level up? Well, it started off as a level down, oh. and it became a level up. Oh. And then... Okay, so this is what happened. Okay. What happened was... This is what happened. So I went to go pick up my Devil May Cry special edition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I got there, they were like, Ooh, we are sorry. We don't have any more special editions. Did you reserve one? And I did. And they were like... And he was all like, I had a feeling it was you, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> because they had like an error in the, the computer. Uh-huh. Um, oh, sure. Blame the computer. Yeah. Um, I actually do, because like this manager, like... He's so nice, and he's always done, like, he's gone above and beyond to fix the problems. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple in the past. So <laughs> so this time, uh, he was all like, okay, well, I could try to order you one. It'll be in, next time you come into work, because I'm next door to GameStop. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, um, yeah, just call me. And then he's like, I'll just ask around the source, too. And then I left my number. And so I get home with the regular edition of Double Cry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll just start it. <laughs> and then he calls me a couple hours later. He's all like... So, I'm just going to give you a code 
for twenty dollars. You can just upgrade it digitally, and oh. it's only fifteen dollars. So you'll have an extra five dollars. He's like, oh. there you go, have fun. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I was like, that was awesome. That's good service. Yeah. That's GameStop. Yeah, and this same manager one time, I I went to order a shirt that mm-hmm. was on a site, and he's like, oh, the, the store down the street has it. Just wait here. I'll go pick it up. So he left and came back oh. and got the shirt. I was like, damn. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you want to give props to that location? Yeah, the the GameStop at the traffic circle in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> the manager name is Mike. He's awesome. Yay, Mike. Magic yeah. Mike. Yeah, he's great. So, um, I'm going to probably see him tomorrow, so I can't wait till we go in there and be like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> so what is the, the difference between the two editions? Oh, what, the extra stuff that you get from the, the special edition is uh-huh. a lot of stuff. Not just the Mega Man arm. Well, that's, he gets like five different arms. Wow. Um, every character has a different colored outfit. <laughs> and then there's like a behind the scenes thing. Is there the planned DLC? Uh, they haven't said anything about that. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to access it yet, but there's live action cutscenes. Oh. Yeah, so I was all like, huh. But it says like it's in Japanese, so I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I was all like, oh my god. If, because they had some models that were the actual faces for Dante and Nero. If they're playing them, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they are hot. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Yeah. I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, what made you level up? Okay, well, I have two things. One is really quick. I just wanted to say that um, in Pokemon Go, I finally got a ho oh. <laughs> That's all. Um, but uh, I wanted to share on behalf of the podcast that we have some good news. Uh, Ray, our lesbian member of the podcast, is coming back. So um, she just let us know this week and gave us the okay to mention it on the, on the podcast. So in a future episode, we will have our Fab Foursome together again. At the rate we're going, it might be the next episode. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so excited to have her back. Yes. Um, it's been a long time since she was around, and we definitely miss her. And she adds a little something to the podcast that we've been missing. So we're yeah. looking forward to it. Estrogen. <laughs> that. That. <laughs> a love that of pussy. Le- oof. Right. I like cats. Well, we did we did talk about that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that meow. On that meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Game on. <laughs> <laughs>